Hello everyone. Hope you are all doing well and on this new beautiful day that we are lucky enough to be part of. You are tuning into the Shaping Wellness Podcast. Of course, I am your host, Stephanie Costa. And today we're going to be talking about somewhat of a heavy topic, and that's dealing with grief. Almost all of us have had to deal with grief in some way in our lives, and it seems like within the past few years, there have been more and more people, unfortunately, experiencing loss in their lives. Um, So I feel like it's just kind of a good thing to talk about um, for us to all be aware of, and just to know that you're not alone when you're going through these stages of grief. Um, Grief is not just for when you experience a death in your life, though. According to a grief counselor, Wendy Liu, she says, All of us experience some level of loss throughout our lifetimes. These include the breakdown of a relationship, miscarriage, death, divorce, the loss of a pet, losses through changes in the workplace, loss of sexual intimacy, or loss of independence through illness or injury. So again, we all have our own grieving uh, reasons and we all have our own grieving methods. And it seems like we all usually go through it in stages, but we might all experience different stages. Um, you know, it depends on how how the loss happened, how significant it was in your life. Some of these stages could be skipped and some of these could last way longer than others. But again, it's your journey and however it happens for you, embrace it and be okay with it. Experts say that there are six stages of grief. The first stage is shock. When you first hear the news that someone has passed away, it's an initial reaction to feel some kind of shock and be a bit stunned. Now, even if you know that this type of loss or some kind of loss is going to be coming up and you might have been expecting it, you know, maybe it's a divorce, maybe it's uh, someone who's really ill or your animal's really ill and you know it's coming, it can still be a shock before that news actually sinks in. So, you know, no matter what it is, shock is number one, and I think all of us have experienced that. The second stage is denial. This is another one that I think almost everyone goes through as well. You can't believe that someone or something is no longer part of your life. You know, how could they have just been here a day ago, or you were just talking to them a couple minutes ago, And now you aren't and you never can again. The feeling of it doesn't feel real is this denial stage. It's very common for you to feel this regardless of the situation. We always want to make it better. So denying is kind of how we cope with that. The third stage is anger. Now, this is a stage that I feel like doesn't always happen. um, And it might be skipped over depending on the situation But that's not to say that it isn't normal to feel, because I've seen it a lot of times where people get stuck in this stage for a long time. Again, all depending on the circumstance. Um, It's pretty common for people to try to hide this stage, which is maybe why it doesn't seem so popular to me. But when you're feeling anger when dealing with grief, it can be something like you maybe feel angry at yourself. You're angry at others. Maybe you're angry because people feel like you should have moved on by a certain point and you're just not there yet. Maybe you're just angry at the world for taking away something or someone that meant so much to you. And it's hard for you to accept that they're no longer in your life to interact with them. You know, anger is tricky. 
Um, if you feel like you experience this, the best thing you can do is to find people who you trust and can be honest with to express your true emotions and to kind of unbottle all that built up anger that you're feeling and have someone hear you out on it. Because the last thing you want to do is get is be mad at yourself when you're trying to heal. The fourth stage is bargaining. This is the whole, well, maybe if I did this, that wouldn't have happened. Or I wonder if this happened, if the end result would be different. This is a very common thing to see with people who have passed away due to illness. Um, You know, maybe if you caught the signs quicker, this person would still be here. Bargaining tends to consume your brain with what if thoughts. This is a game that I feel like a lot of people go through as well. Um, you can spend hours, hours, days, weeks, years, you know, you will lose sleep over this by having these types of thoughts in your head because it's so easy to put blame or guilt on yourself or others during this phase. Because again, you're trying to just make sense of the loss that you're suffering and come to terms with it. So anything that kind of makes sense in the time, that's what you're, where your mind's going to go. The fifth stage is depression. This is a really heavy one. This is unfortunately one of the feelings that takes over you when you experience loss, along with anxiety, isolation, a feeling of dread. You know, that is that's what depression is. Sometimes those feelings become so extreme that you may think of ending your own life to be maybe reunited with the person that you lost, or because you just cannot process or handle the pain of living without that certain someone or something. Depression is a very serious, scary mental illness that is so tough to understand if you don't have it or have never experienced it. It's truly a disease. You know, so many people are like, oh, get over it. I don't think like that. The reality is, is depression takes over your brain completely. Controls how you think, how you act, how you feel. So, It's not one of those things you can just kind of turn off. It totally takes over you and it's really hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So when people are grieving or if you're grieving, try your best to be there for them and hear them out. Make their feelings feel validated because, again, depression is one of those things that no one knows how it's affecting you except you. It's it's really tough. And there are support lines, you know, that help with depression. Counseling helps. But again, it's a mental illness. Unfortunately, it's very prevalent in today's society. Um, But if we can all kind of stick together through it, hopefully we can make it out. And the sixth stage is acceptance and hope. Acceptance is about realizing that you can't change the circumstances but you can gain some control over how you respond. There's a sense of hope when you start to look back um, and you start engaging with people and, you know, you're maybe enjoying times with others now and you're not just thinking about the grief that you're feeling. But this can also be a stage where you might slip backwards a little bit and you might find yourself feeling a little overwhelmed from all these emotions again. And it's pretty normal to move between any of these stages of grief from hour to hour, minute to minute. Again, everyone experiences grief differently and at different times. There's no one way to grieve. Um, But the goal is to get to that sixth stage, you know, acceptance and hope. You're you're not 
happy about it, but you can at least come to terms with whatever happened and just, you know, somewhat move on. I think overall, if I were to add in a one more stage, make it seven, um, it's just to deal with your grief at your own pace and find a way that works for you. There's no no normal time frame to be done grieving. Some people grieve quicker than others, and that's totally okay. But just try your best not to compare yourself to other people and how they handle it. Because again, you're on your own journey with things and no one else knows exactly how you feel but you. If you know me, you know that I have lost several family members along with both of my parents. My mother passed away when I was 19. My dad passed away when I was 24. Both of them have had cancer, but both affected me very differently. My mom was battling brain cancer for five long years. It totally took over her. She just became a different person at the end of it. It was really tough to be around, see and stuff, but it it was a long five years. Um, So when she had passed, we were kind of at peace with it because she was just struggling so much and suffering that we wanted it to be over. My dad had lung cancer and only battled it for three weeks. So that was a really, that was really uh, shocking to us. (laughs) I was in that shock phase for probably like six months because I just couldn't get over it. Like I just heard the news and then next thing you know, he was gone. Um, So I obviously, I processed both of these passings very differently, not only because of the circumstances, but I was also just at very different points in my life for both of these passings. I'm not going to get wicked into it, um, but I will say I don't think I'm 100% healed, and this year will be eight years for my mom, and coming up in June is going to be two years for my dad. So again, everyone's on their own timeline. (laughs) Um, I'm still in shock, like I said. I'm the disbelief, you know, that it's been that long that I haven't been able to speak to either of them. It's pretty wild. Um, But I went through a lot of these stages and I was in these stages for a long time. And there are still certain times where something, you know, I read something or I hear something and it just brings me right down into that hole again. Um, But I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason. So... Uh, yeah, I I don't understand what those reasons are yet, but I am trying to figure it out and I miss them a lot, but I, and I don't think I'll ever stop missing them, you know? Um, I, as I go through different things in life, I tend to go through the different phases, you know, sometimes anger, sometimes depression. Constantly, I've been in disbelief though, especially this past like six, seven months. I've just, I can't believe it's been so long. Um, but yeah, I've accepted it. It's just in like a weird way that I accept it. I don't know. It's like I'm there, but I'm not there. Um, again, trying to explain it to you guys, even right now, like you don't understand what it's like unless you go through it. And unless like you're in my brain, you know, so you need to just know that if you're dealing with grief, know that you're not alone. Um, everyone goes through it and, it might not seem like it, but we all have our own way of doing it. And if you're feeling alone, just know that you're not alone. Life is a crazy roller coaster and we have to take it day by day. 
We have to focus on what we can control and let go of what we can't. And I hope that for those of you who are listening, some of this makes sense to you. And, you know, what I shared, maybe you can resonate with some of these stages of grief and understand where I'm coming from with my own grief. It's healthy to feel these certain emotions and to recognize that wellness starts from within. You have to be clear minded and have a healthy mindset before you start trying to improve the wellness of your physical and spiritual being. You know, like the saying is, how can you love anyone if you don't love yourself? Same thing goes with your brain, your emotions, your feelings. These are all part of wellness, you guys. So take this info, interpret it how you want. And again, know you're not alone in this wild life. Join me next week as I shift the focus back to some healthy habits, some nutrition, and give you some more info on how you can add wellness into your everyday life. Thank you for joining me this morning. Catch you next week. Bye.